Welcome back to To The Point, brought to you by the Wilson Center's Latin American program. I'm Cindy Arnson, your host for this episode, and our guest today is Hari Seshasai, who is joining us from Mumbai, India. Hari is a Latin American analyst, one of the foremost experts in India writing about the relationship with all of Latin America. Hari, welcome. Now, let's get to the point. In the last year, India's exports to Latin America rose to about $13 billion. This is about $3 billion more than in 2015 or 2016. Um, the main things that, that it exports, cars, motorcycles, pharmaceuticals, textiles, and at the same time, the imports are mostly crude oil, gold, copper, wood, iron and steel. This is a similar pattern to China's trade with Latin America, where it exports manufactured goods and imports raw materials. And in China, we see a sort of geostrategic um, motivations behind this kind of economic activity. Is there a coherent policy agenda that's driving um, India's Latin American policy and its interest in the region? Firstly, thanks, Cindy, for, for inviting me. I think um, what you brought up here about uh, the comparison with China is quite relevant. Um, yes, you are right that it mirrors the sort of trade that China has where China imports uh, raw materials and exports a lot of finished products to Latin America. India also does uh, something of the sort. About 80 to 85 to 90% of India's imports from Latin America are the top five uh, products that it imports, all of which are commodities. So you have uh, petroleum oil, you have vegetable oil, which is mainly soybean oil from Argentina, Brazil, and Paraguay. You also have uh, minerals like gold and also copper ore. So India, for instance, doesn't even import copper from Latin America, but it imports copper ore. Uh, China, on the other hand, also imports copper. So in that sense, India imports a lot more raw materials from the region, but uh, a large part of the reason why is to do with the lack of resources of uh, these products in India. India doesn't have much reserves of uh, all of these products of copper, of gold, of uh, petroleum oil. And over the past 10 years or so, this relationship has changed a little bit where Latin America has started exporting a few finished products as well. So Chile, for instance, today exports about $100 million worth of fruits. Uh, fresh fruits to India. And that's something that has started only in the past, let's say, four years or so. Peru, uh, Colombia, a few other countries have also started exporting finished products, machinery, things like uh, furniture, teak wood as well to India. So I do see that it is changing a little bit, but it does not have the same geostrategic character that China does. So the government of India plays practically no role in this trade. On the other hand, with China, most of the trade is also, if it's not done by public companies, you know, there is still uh, government uh, support uh, given to the Chinese companies that work with Latin America. That's not the case for India at all. All the Indian companies that do business with Latin America, you know, most of it is just market driven. It's not supported in any way or uh, funded, let's say, by the government. There is no proactive government machinery in India that promotes more trade with Latin America. 
Um, a related question. Just a few weeks ago in early July, there was a, um, a memo of understanding signed between a um, Indian joint venture company named uh, Kanij Bidesh India mm -hmm. and an Argentine uh, state-owned enterprise to explore and produce minerals in the lithium sector. As you know, Argentina, Chile, Bolivia have about half of the world's supply um, of lithium resources. What is India's interest in lithium? I think there are three, three angles to this. The first one is bilateral. Argentina has for many years trying, been trying to court India as a potential investor and buyer of uh, lithium. And um, very recently, the Argentine ambassador in India was quoted saying that the Chinese, the Americans, the Japanese, the Canadians, and the French uh, have already put their foot into the Argentine mines in the lithium sector. But you know, where is India? India is nowhere uh, to be found. So Argentina has proactively been uh, trying to get India to either invest in the lithium mines in the country or at least to begin buying a good amount of the lithium carbonate that's coming out of those mines and only now has there been some sort of uh, impetus from the Indian government through this joint venture to do so. So that's the bilateral. The regional context is that as you mentioned the lithium triangle which includes uh, not just Argentina but Bolivia and Chile as well. The Lithium Triangle has been on the Government of India's radar for, for a while now. And the Planning Commission, which is uh, somewhat like uh, the government think tank. So the Planning Commission of India actually sent a delegation to Chile and Bolivia, not to Argentina, uh, sometime last year, uh, to do a survey of what the Indian public sector could do uh, with regards to lithium uh, in those three countries. And right now, the agreement is you know, pretty much in its initial stages. So I don't think we could say that uh, we can expect a lot in the short run at least because, and here's the third context. So you have the bilateral, the regional and the global context. The global context is that India has been doing a lot of things recently just as a policy to, um, to combat China. Yeah? And this also has to do with the India-China border dispute recently. So India currently gets a good amount of its lithium carbonate and lithium batteries directly from China. And the Indian government has been talking about what in Hindi is called Atma Nirbharta, which is self-reliance, uh, which in uh, the Latin American nomenclature is like ISI, Import Substitution Industrialization, to move away from China as much as possible. So the government has done this in other sectors as well. So Indian steel companies, public steel companies, for instance, have started buying steel from Turkey and from Brazil instead of getting it from China. Even though the prices in China would have been you know, up to 30% less than what they would get from uh, Brazil. So lithium as well is something I believe that the government is doing to you know, consciously move away from its dependence on China. So I think India currently has a trade deficit of about 65 billion with China, which is quite a big amount for India because India's total import bill is about 400 billion. So having a deficit as big as 65 billion, uh, a big percentage of that just from one country is something that the government wants to play down. As part of this context of competing with China and, and lessening its dependence on, on China, are there other sectors in Latin America that India may invest more in or become more interested in? 
yeah that's that's actually a valid point and i think it has been happening uh, not so consciously from the government but more from the private sector over the past few years uh, so there are some sectors where india does not necessarily compete i don't know what the right word would be uh, but i don't think we uh, directly compete with china uh, so you have sectors like pharmaceuticals uh, oil um, oil mainly petroleum oil yeah um, the automotive or automobile sector as well where india's investment or trade with latin america either equals or even um, uh, exceeds that of china so for instance india has been exporting more finished pharmaceutical products to latin america than china since 2001 so you know there are some areas like this so even in energy i think for about 3 to 4 years uh, when oil prices were at their peak from about 2012 to 2015 or so india was buying more oil uh, from latin america than china was so yeah there are some sectors like this but um, the indian government does not have a proactive policy to say you know this is what we're going to do to hedge against china in latin america more than anything it has just been market driven ari thanks so much for joining us we look forward to further interactions okay thank you sandy This episode of To the Point was produced and edited by Oscar Cruz. For more on this subject, visit our website www.wilsoncenter.org/lap. Thanks for listening.